We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Riverwind Casino Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. Also brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. This is the Riverwind Casino Coaches Corner. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert. Welcome inside the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, along with Gabe Eichert. I'm Chris Plank, and we're pumped for the first time this year to be joined by assistant head coach, passing game coordinator, outside receivers, seventh season with the Oklahoma Sooners, Dennis Simmons. What's going on, Coach? How is this, uh, well, tape on Wednesday treating you? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. We just got off the practice field, had a pretty good morning, so they've started off so good, so far so good. Okay, so the passing game coordinator role, was that new in the spring of this year or last year? Uh, 
be honest with you. <laughs> it all runs together, doesn't it, right? <laughs> but what is that, from a responsibility perspective, just a general thought, Coach Simmons, how has that changed your day-to-day -day preparation, or has it been pretty much the same for you? It's been pretty much the same. Uh, you know, we all, there's, there's a collective group, uh, we, Coach Gundy, Coach Finley, um, Coach Raleigh, of course, and, uh, you know, myself, we all kind of brainstorm and, 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 and shoot ideas out on the table, and, you know, usually at the end of the day, uh, we, we, we do what the head ball coach says. Yeah, that's usually, that's usually how it works, <laughs> Coach. But the passing game, right, there has been a lack of explosive plays in the passing game, and it's my theory that it has a lot to do with some of the struggles in the run game. All those things are connected. But just how close are you guys to breaking out when it comes to those big explosive plays in the passing game, Coach? I think we're really close, uh, and I'm, uh, that's just not, you know, giving you uh, the politically correct answer. I mean, I, I genuinely feel that way. Uh, you know, we've had some times where, you know, we haven't fulfilled our end from the receiver standpoint in, in, that, in that aspect of, of making explosive plays, and, you know, everybody's kind of shared in the, in, in the fault to be, uh, to be blamed uh, in that area. But I do I feel like that we're coming together, and, uh, you know, guys are, like I said, we had a great morning of practice this morning, and guys are excited and ready to go out and play this weekend. I don't think anyone can truly grasp the inexperience that you're dealing with, especially with the injury that has uh, taken out, you know, uh, one of the guys that we counted on quite a bit in Theo Wies. But, you know, Jane Hayeswood hasn't played a lot of football, battled an injury last year. You look at Mario Williams, he's a freshman. Coach, you've had a lot of inexperience that you've had to coach through in that outside receiver's room, haven't you? Yeah, but, I mean, we got a lot of talent. So, I mean, I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day, when we look back at the end of this season and and actually start to evaluate and, and, and kind of grade ourselves on that thing, I think our, our, our grade will come out where, you know, both we as coaches, players as players and fans uh, appreciative of OU football will all be happy. If the choices are experienced players or talented players, Give me the talented guys. <laughs> Give me the talented guys. Dennis, I, I know that your guys are, are, are probably a little frustrated, right? It, it's become clear how teams are going to play you defensively. And we're seeing this, this trend across college football, right? Hey, a lot of deep zone coverage. Keep everything in front of you. How do you make sure that your guys don't get too frustrated with what you guys are seeing from defenses so far this season? Oh, I mean – we got to control the things that we can control. And if you get the ball underneath, I mean, maximize your yards after catch. Uh, that's something that you can control. And then as you continue to do that, the coverage will tighten up and, you know, you will have those, those long shots. So, I mean, you know, I don't fault defenses for doing it. Heck, if I was a defensive coach, I would do it too, especially seeing the talent that we have on that side of the ball and out there. Uh, so, I mean, we just got to maximize what we can control. So, obviously, you've wiped uh, Saturday's game. But for the sake of our audience, let's take one look back, Coach, on the win over West Virginia. Limited possessions, but, man, those, those last two drives were pretty special. Take us through kind of your, your, your thoughts and your look back on what you saw from this team and those receivers on Saturday night. Well, I thought when, you know, we practiced situational football like that, you know, you know, tied or, or, you know, you got to put yourself in a situation where you got to win the football game at with a minute or, or, you know, less to go. And, you know, you got to be aware of, 
you know, when you could get out, you need to get out of bounds, when you try to need to get the extra yard and all that stuff. And it was just, you know, for me, from a coaching standpoint, exciting to see those guys go out and actually execute the things that we work on during camp and we worked on, you know, you know, once a week uh, during the season. Coach Mario Williams, just a freshman, uh, now a couple games underneath his belt. What have you seen? from your young, talented freshmen so far this year? And, and how much growth are you seeing on the practice field uh, week by week from Mario? Well, Mario, A, with this is his personality and spirit around him. I mean, he he's a guy that brings joy to the meeting room. He's a guy that brings joy to the locker room just because Mario loves football. And he, he's that energy that he, he has, you know, feeds off and, and to the other guys. So, I mean, you're not going to have a boring moment when Mario's around. <laughs> and then, to, you know, from the on the field aspect of it, just to see his, his, his explosiveness. I mean, there's some things that, you know, we definitely need to, 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 to clean up with, which we, we, we got that with all of the guys that, that are in the room. But, I mean, his, his playmaking ability and what he can do after the catch with the ball is, is, is going to be very impressive. And, and I think you can sense, too, how much the head ball coach appreciates that because so many times you see things that are dialed up for him, coach, to get him the ball in space. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's a very, you know, explosive uh, guy with the ball in his hand. Uh, and, you know, he right here in this this clip you see right here, I mean, you don't see too many freshmen make, you know, a, 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 a guy to have a situation third down and one, make a competitive catch like that to keep your drive going. I like watching him. I think he's fun. I can't wait to get to know more and see more of his uh, personality. Now, since we're on the freshman, I know it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, Cody Jackson out with a, with a medical issue right now. But Kojak had seen some time early in the year and been pretty impressive too, hadn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a kid that, you know, has worked his butt off in the summer and made, made great strides uh, going into fall camp. And uh, yeah, he's, he's sneaky fast. I mean, he's, he's got, he can take the top off coverage and, you know, he's, he's shown that, you know, the, the stage is not too big for him right now at this point in his career. He's ready to go in and make plays and contribute. Can't wait to get him back. Seems like Jaden Hazelwood is as comfortable as we've seen him since he's been here at Oklahoma. What have you seen from Jaden? Starting to look like he, he, he's as healthy as he's been in a long time, playing with as much speed as he's played with in a long time, Coach. Yeah, I mean, he's, just, he's, he's healed up now, you know, both physically, mentally, and he's in a space right now where he's ready to go out and, and, and showcase his talent and, and make plays. And, you know, as you see right here, you know, just four guys missing and still pumping his feet trying to, to get the, the extra yards. And that's the thing that Jaden has brought to the room and is, it brings to practice. It's just willing to go out and work every day and work as hard as he can. And, you know, that feeds off to the other guys in the room as well. Okay, this is a very random question. But I, you see it with Jaden there, the green mouthpiece. <laughs> Mario's got the green mouthpiece too. What, what's up with the green mouthpieces? What's going on there? I think that's just the color they had in the uh, uh, training room and they grabbed them. <laughs> There's got to be more to it. There's, There's got to be, be more to it. You know what I dig about Jaden Hazelwood coaches? Uh, you mentioned mentally and physically in a better place now. He's such a joy to talk to. We've, we've had him in the post-game uh, radio interviews with us before. We've seen him in Zoom sessions with the media. 
you can just sense his comfort off the field. And not as if he ever wasn't, but you really sense how comfortable he's becoming off the field, too. He is. I mean, Jaden's a very emotional kid. Uh, and and I, I don't say that in a bad way, but, I mean, he's one of those guys where you – when you meet him, you see him, you know how he feels because he carries it in the, on his sleeves. You carry it in the, in, the, in the way his whole body language and demeanor uh, looks. So, I mean, he's just, you know, like I said, he's he's gotten past the injury. He feels comfortable. As you saw with him, we kipping the, that guy from West Virginia last Saturday, the knee is back. So, I mean, he's in a space right now where he's just ready to go out and contribute and help this team win. Uh, there, was, there was something that happened. In the game last week, right, you know, Spencer Rattler, hearing it from the fans a little bit. But after the game, I saw all of your guys showing support for him on social media and and things like that. How good is it for you guys to see that type of public support? And I know it, it is what it is when it comes to how the fans reacted in that game. But how nice is it to see that that camaraderie, that unity is there between the quarterback and the guys in your room? Well, I mean, you see it every day because those guys are around each other every day. And, you know, we know who your true family members are because you're with them every day, multiple hours a day. And you're with them when the season's over. We're with each other. So, I mean, that love and that support, that that bond, you know, Gabe, you played here. So, I mean, I don't even have to explain it to you. I mean, that's, that's unbreakable. And, you know, when you're dealing with family, when you when you offend or hurt one family member, you might as well have hurt them all. <laughs> Love it. Final uh, question of segment one. Iker's Intel brought to you by Orthodontics exclusively. Gabe, what'd you go with? What play do you got for coach? People are probably wondering, why haven't they asked him about Mike Woods We're yet? taking off next segment <laughs> with. And we're also going to watch him here on this oh, play. let's I, go. I, I just think this, this, is a, this is how offense is played at Oklahoma. Good protection. Spencer Rattler has time to go through his progressions. Mike runs a nice route. Spencer waits for him to get open in the window, hits him, and then yards after the catch. Making people miss, Coach. This is, I have to assume, this is what y'all are looking for when it comes to offensive football from the Oklahoma Sooners. Yes. Now, in the meeting room, if you want me to be honest with you, as you go right here, he made that guy miss, now get vertical. Didn't need the extra dancing. Get that one guy that you, you juked. Right right, right there. Now Boom. get vertical. <laughs> but it was an impressive uh, It was an impressive Saturday for Mike Woods. Yeah, it was. I mean, he's had, you know, and it's, it's, it's going to swing back and forth. I mean, you know, you think back to the, the game before last, you know, you know Jaden and Mario called touchdowns. They had some, some plays. You know, last, you know, last week uh, Mike had it. Next week or this upcoming week, it, you know, it may be Marvin. It, I mean, it may be Drake. It may be – but that's what having talent in your room provides you. And, you know, now it's, okay, if you want to roll something this way or if you want to <laughs> – bell back, then we're going to be able to uh, affect you in this area. So, I mean, like I said, you know, you guys asked the question at the beginning of it, do I think we're far off? No, I don't think we're far off at all but because that's the reason why. When we come back, we'll ask Coach Simmons what he sees in Kansas State's defense as we get set for Saturday in Manhattan inside the Coach's Corner. Stone Television Partners, OU Health, and Anheuser-Busch, and our community partners, Fowler Auto Group, OU Health, OG&E, and Coca-Cola.
Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Riverwind Casino, still the one. Bud Light, it's for the fans. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access radio pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every day. Log on to Soonersports.com slash podcast or search Sooner Sports Podcast in your favorite podcast provider. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate and Riverwind Casino. Final segment with Dennis Simmons, coach. We were talking to wrap up segment one about Mike Woods. What has his progression looked like? Again, right after spring ball pops in and has great personality. Again, you got a lot of personality in that room, but it seems like he's he's matriculated in quite smoothly. Yeah, I mean, to be quite honest with you, I mean, he is he's come in and, you know, him and it was almost like he, he came here from – the original onset. I mean, the relationship and the bond that him and him and the guys in the room that were here prior to him getting here have. Uh, they definitely go at each other, uh, joking and and all all that. But I mean, he's, you know, for a guy that had had as much playing experience that he has, he's he's been a help uh, to me with 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 the younger guys with with the Mario and with the. Uh, Cody Jackson, uh, as well as Jaleel uh, Farouk, uh, him and, and, and Jaden with their playing experience and just, you know, some of those unhidden uh, fruits that you get in, in being out there. Uh, you know, he's been a, a big blessing uh, for those kids. And then just, you know, the more we can get him the ball, the more that, you know, Sooner Nation will see, uh, see his talent soar. Dennis, I know that you ultimately you just want guys who can make plays. But when I look at the guys in your room, you, you look at Mike Woods and his body type. You, you look at Jaden Hazelwood and his body type. Then you look at a guy like Mario Williams. How important is it to have guys that kind of have different skill sets in your room that, that bring different strengths to the field? Well, I think it's important not just for the room, but I think it's important, you know, as, as, as a DB that has to line up against those guys, I mean, you know, one play you got big and fast, the next play you got uh, small, quick and fast. I mean, so, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a two-headed sword that you got to deal with uh, down in and down out. Hey, before we talk about Kansas State, I want to ask about one more of your guys that you brought up last year. I know he was gone for a bit, and, and we've seen him at times this year. Trayvon West, uh, he's got all the potential in the world, doesn't he? <laughs> Trey is a tremendous talent. Uh, is a tremendous talent, and you know, you know, Trey is uh, is back. He's he's been able to contribute to the team, and uh, he's you know he's played a huge role last week in special teams, and uh, well, before it's all said and done, you know, have equal as amount uh, of a role in, in, in helping us uh, be successful on offense as well. Really, uh, really thriving as a gunner on the punt team. I've noticed. <laughs> really, yeah. Hey. Contribute how you can contribute. That's that's in the name of the game, man. Uh, Trey is Trey is Trey is doing well. That's good to see, man. That's good to see. What about Kansas State? Uh, obviously, uh, a team that had a tough setback last week against Oklahoma State. Kind of their own worst enemy with some turnovers, but. This defense, always a challenge going up against the Wildcats. Yeah, it is. And, you know, traditionally Kansas State plays very well at home, uh, as we learned, you know, time and time again going down there. So, I mean, 
you know uh, they, they they mixed up some some stuff from uh, what they what they normally do uh, you know as uh, Gabe kind of alluded earlier you know we should be expecting to see some of the three safety looks with the robber uh, you know their D line has always been a with the way that you know they, they create pressure uh, for us have always been a, a challenge for us so we got our work cut out going down there uh, this weekend yeah for just for a brief explanation for the fans They've gone full Iowa State on defense. <laughs> I mean, rush three, drop eight, a ton of deep zone coverage, a lot of variations of cover three where guys are getting more depth than you'll see from any other team in the country. Coach, do you like playing against this style of defense? Because it, the whole point of it is to reduce the, num the number of big explosive plays in the passing game from the offense that they play. So is it frustrating to play against these types of teams or is it just kind of the trend we're seeing in college football now? I look at it as kind of the trend that we're seeing in college football right now. Uh, you know, their defense wants you to basically, you know, be patient and, and play disciplined football. And if you could do that, then, you know, you put yourself in a position to have some success. Uh, they're banking on that. You know, most 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 offenses, especially ones that want to be explosive and want to hit you with a big play, uh, won't do that. So, I mean, it is what it is. I kind of look at it like taking medicine. I mean, you don't really think about whether you like it or not if it's supposed to make you better. So got to go out there and, and focus on, on doing our job and executing our assignments, playing 11-man football, and see where the chips fall. Now, there are a couple guys seem to be a little questionable for the Wildcats on defense, and we'll see who ends up being out there for them, but they got size at corner. So what has your evaluation of, as you prepare for this game? What's your evaluation of their corners, you know, the guys that your guys are going to be facing a lot of the time? Yeah, I mean, those guys are very long and rangy. Uh, and, you know, most of the time when you see guys that are just big in size, you, you know, you think they lack speed. These guys could actually run. So uh, we got our work cut out for us. All right. Um, by the way, don't let, lose sight of the great line about taking medicine because it doesn't matter how it tastes as long as it works. <laughs> you feel it. That was a great line. Don't let that get lost in the mix today. All right. Academy Sports and Outdoors. You guys get the last question. Our Twitter question is a good one, I think. Coach Simmons, what is the process in choosing which room a receiver fits into? Uh, it's honestly probably not as drawn out as most people think. Uh, we basically, you know, we, we take our top top guys and then just kind of slot them in the spots. So, I mean, there's no real science to it. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason. Uh, it's just kind of split them up. Is it just as simple as, hey, let's get our best guys on the field. <laughs> we'll figure out where they fit. Pretty much. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's a good way to do it. <laughs> it's a good way of doing it. It's kind of like the green mouthpiece. That's yeah, right. hey. it's, it's there. You it's use there. it. Hey, coach, you're the best. Uh, good luck this weekend against Manhattan. Always love having you on the Coach's Corner. Thank you guys for having me. Y'all have a blessed day. You too. That's Dennis Simmons. Brian Odom is coming up next right here inside the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino. Awesome. Kind of like Green Mountain. Riverwind right. Casino.
still the one. Great. All used football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Brought to you by Community Coffee, family-owned Community Coffee, the official brewed coffee of OU Athletics. Taste the difference family makes. Coach's Corner shifts from offense to defense, thanks to Dennis Simmons. Let's talk to Brian Oda. First time this year, the pride of Ada joins us. Coach, congrats on the win Saturday night. How you feeling overall about the way that this team handled West Virginia and the early preparation for Kansas State? Yeah, you know, uh, looking back on Saturday night, um, you know, you, we, one of the things that we want to achieve not only as a defense, but I think as a whole team is be a team of finishers. Um, and I think you were able to see a group that went out and closed out the game. Um, and I think you can you can draw from that in the future. Uh, you probably get more out of that than you would um, a blowout. And obviously you get a lot more out of that if, if uh, you lost the game. So. We finished the game, uh, I think defensively in particular. I think the second half was was clean. Um, they had guys, we, did, we played hard. I think the communication was pretty good uh, for the most part, especially in the second half. And that, that, that in particular is something that maybe hasn't been said around here in the last couple of years is, is uh, we got better in the second half. So um, very excited about that and optimistic about it. Um, you know, looking at this week, uh, been a good week of preparation. You know, they obviously have our full attention. Um, we know how dangerous they are and how, in particular, uh, their their individual players are, uh, how dangerous they are, and how they get them in space and how they're able to use them. They've, you know, they do a, they do a good job with with all that, and and we've had a really good week of preparation. Ron, looking back at West Virginia. Uh, the number one goal for a defense coming into a football game is to stop the run. And uh, Letty Brown's no slouch. Now, and, and you guys completely shut down their running game. W what do you think the keys were to that? Well, I think doing their job. I think that we've got a really talented uh, group of men that can play defense, uh, especially up front, uh, including the backers, you know. And, and we've got a, a talented group of people. and, and if they, if they do their job and, and execute at a high level, um, and in particular the backers being able to put their eyes where they need to put them and react the appropriate way, we, we should have success. Um, and no, no, uh, all the credit in the world to, to West Virginia's running back. I think he's a really good player. Um, but I think that's kind of the expectation level of anybody that we're going to play. Um, if we, we execute, execute our job, I think we should, we should be successful. How much has that, I don't, I don't know if improvement's the right word, but power, strength, ability that that defensive line has shown, how much has that opened some things up for your guys, Coach Odom? Well, yeah, no, no, no doubt. I mean, they, they, they do a great job of, of executing their job in front of us. Um, a lot of times we cut those guys loose and let those guys make some plays, and we try to end up making them right. But the um, – and the way that those guys play, man, it's, uh, it's a fun defense to play in. I, and I've said this before, if you're a recruit and you play in the – you play in a D-line and you play – if you're an edge guy, there's not a better scheme in the country to play uh, than this one right here. And, and it's, uh, it's second to none in terms of what you can do production-wise and what you can do 
uh, to set yourself up if you if you have a goal to continue to play at the next level. All right, let's talk about some of your guys. Uh, good night, Saturday night for Brian Asamoah. You know, a, a guy that you know has a voice and uses it on that sideline. But how have you seen twenty four continue to progress throughout this season? Yeah, he's done a good job as far as his progression. Um, you see, and you're gonna and and you're gonna see this guy continue to get better, and he's gonna continue to be productive throughout the year. Um, and he does a lot of great things. Um, very proud of the kid and, and, and how far he's come around here. But, you know, whenever you see him turn and run and go chase the ball down or wherever you see him go wrap a guy up and, and uh, do a great job at tackling, it's, uh, he's a talented kid, man. And, and uh, he's, done a, he's done a good job in his progression, and I look for more as we move forward down, down this, uh, this season. Brian, in this game, you really you settle on four guys, right? Osmola, Deshaun White, Shane Witter, and David Abuebu. What goes into how you rotate those guys within a game? Is it a feeling? Is it a guy, you, you know, maybe a guy doesn't look as fresh as you want him out on the field, so you, you do the line change? Like, what, what's your mentality and your approach to when you sub those guys in or out? Yeah, it's probably different every game. Um... And some of that is uh, has to do with practice, you know, leading into it, you know, and and you know, those plays in practice happen. So, and we're we're going to be big believers in um, preparing the right way and, and earning your right to get on the field. Um, so, the, a lot of the stuff that's that's done that maybe varies each game might be how they practice for the day, how they played that past weekend. You know, are they? Have they earned their, their right to be able to go out there and play? Um, and I think that that's going to breed a lot of competition within that room, which I think is a positive. Um, but yeah, I'm not scared to play um, many guys, but also I'm not scared to play two either. Um, but guys that's going to get on the field are going to be able to earn the reps that they get. And uh, that's, that's going to be through action and not uh, just being given something. Uh, we're going to talk about Deshaun White and David Aguebu and Shane Witter and others, but – I'll tell you what, Danny Stutzman looks like a linebacker off the field too, man. With the shades on, got this cutoff sleeves over on the sideline, didn't even have the sling last game. You told us about him and calling him late when you were recruiting him and he's going back to the weight room. I mean, this dude, and when he got on the field, he was making plays as a true freshman. He's got an incredible future and just everything you would want in a linebacker. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, foaming at the mouth, excited about Danny Stutzman in terms of um, – what he can provide this program as we move forward. And, uh, you know, I think that he's got to continue to go do it. Um, once he's healthy and uh, gets back on the field, it's, you know, I fully expect that guy to go out and go produce and, and uh, really turn some heads. It's, I think it says a lot whenever he's injured and he's trying to get back in the game. I mean, come on. He's got the, le he's got the left arm injury. It doesn't and he surprise me at all. He's, he was <laughs> trying to – the Perfect amount of crazy. Yeah, no, he was trying to get back in the game for sure. That's awesome. Uh, all right, so we mentioned some of the guys that we have seen the last few weeks while Danny continues to improve and, and, and get healthy. Have you seen improvement from Deshaun White that you want? Yeah, I think there's. I think Deshaun's taken another step in his game uh, from 2019 to 2020 and, and into this year. Um, he's probably played more Mike this year than he did maybe a year ago. He played both a year ago. Um, and I think part of that is with the emergence of Shane um, being able to be a dependable asset for us in the linebacker room, I think that, you know, that allows Deshaun really to kind of focus in on Mike. Um, he's the most experienced guy that's in that room. Um, 
he's he's had his uh, he's had his plays where, where he's, or his games where he's been very very productive, you know. And and he's a very dependable guy. He knows the defense. He sees it very well. Uh, um, and you know, I, I trust Deshaun very 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 much. And, and I'm again excited to continue to watch him play this year. Good performance, four tackles, and that half tackle for a loss on Saturday against West Virginia. All right, you get the final question. Um, actually, we got Iker's intel here. My apologies. Gabe gets to wrap things up in our first segment with head, uh, with Brian Odom. What uh, did you decide to go with the show, Coach Odom, here today? Sometimes an offense does something you haven't seen. And it's all about how do your guys react in that moment. They sugar huddle. <laughs> they hide Sam James. They <laughs> hand it to him, Coach. And... You see Brian Osmo, he's trying to diagnose things. And sometimes it just comes down to playing hard, right? <laughs> they got you. You don't know what's coming. And you got to rally to the football. I thought this was a great example of what you guys have tried to instill in your guys when it comes to playing fast. Sometimes the offense shows you something you haven't seen on film. I thought you guys reacted well in this moment. Uh, that, you know what? Um, I don't disagree with you at all. I think they did react the right way. And, but... That's through preparation, and and with our defense, we don't we don't just throw stuff against the wall and say let's see how this fits or how this works. They've got rules and formations, you know, one way, shape, or form. You know, they have you have rules within that call, and whatever they give you, you got to react to it because we we don't dictate what they give us. We we dictate how we react to it, and we react to it by the rules and how we play it within that call. Um, but we. Every, every bit of success is on the opposite side of strain, we like to tell our guys. So if something's messed up, play your rules, let your strain fix it. So as we do this, it, it, you know, whatever they give us, we need to react the right way and we need to strain to the ball and our effort, our intensity, and how violent we are when we get to the ball, that's going to determine how, uh, our response. I feel like it would be really fun to be as fast as Brian Osamoa. <laughs> you know? He's got some speed. You probably were at one time, Gabe. Oh, come on, no chance. <laughs> he, uh, I, I'll say, you, you mentioned it earlier, but you know when he diagnoses things, the speed he plays with, man, it jumps off the tape, Brian. No, I mean, no doubt, he, he's and, fun to watch. And it's, I mean, he's special in, in those terms. Like whenever, whenever you see that guy playing like that, it's exciting to watch. I, I, I love watching a guy plays when he when he flies around, and uh, I think you know everybody can say that they they do like that, and and. Um, I expect to see more and more of that as we get, get through this year. Got one more segment with Brian Odom. We'll preview Kansas State next inside the Coach's Corner. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside of the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the Varsity Network app and listen free. Log on to Soonersports.com kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics exclusively. Chick-fil-A. Hey, Sooner fans. When you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points towards delicious rewards. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. 
Final segment with Brian Odom talking inside backers with the Sooner inside backers coach. Two guys we didn't get to in the first segment that we'd love to get some perspective on, coach, that uh, saw a lot of playing time on Saturday night. David Aguebu uh, obviously made the move inside last year. Uh, just a freak of an athlete. Uh, through three games, what's his progression been like? It's been good, you know. I'm still excited um, as I've, I've ever been about David. And I continue to say the same thing about David in terms of he's a tough guy, he's a physical guy, he's very competitive. Uh, he knows it. You see him do some a lot of great things within the box. Um, he's, a, he's a physical tackler, and his length allows him to really kind of um, – not missed as not missed tackles because he got so much length that he can and so much surface area to be able be able to put on guys. Um, and as we progress through the year, and he's going to play, he's going to be a valuable part of what we do. And um, again, always, I love being around David. I love being around David because he brings a different energy into that room. Um, a little bit more of a, a tough guy type atmosphere with uh, with David in there. And then uh, the youngster Shane Witter. Just speed, but yeah, 13. It's so weird to see him wearing 13. Start, it's starting to click. <laughs> you, you can see it. Right. It, it's starting to click for Shane Witter. Communication, diagnosing concepts, knowing exactly where he's supposed to be, Brian. He played fast against West Virginia. you you got to be really encouraged with the progress you're seeing from him. Absolutely, because he is fast. You know, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. That guy is, is truly, really fast. And then it's exciting to see things click to the point where – Okay, now he's actually showing the speed that, that he has. And um, he's also a very physical player as well. You know, he, he, he loves to hit. And uh, there's uh, – he plays – he's starting to play with a little bit different type of attitude. Uh, he's kind of – he's getting more reps. So, uh, with that being said, there's more confidence in how he plays. And, and, you know, talking about this before, you know, if you – you can be as fast as you want to be, but if you don't, if you don't have the confidence in what you're doing, uh, you won't be as near as fast as you can be. Um, and he's he's extremely talented, and and again, another guy that's going to be a valuable part of what we do, and especially moving forward in this program, I think Shane's going to be uh, have a big role in this defense as we move forward. And you mentioned it in our first segment, but it's something, coach, that I've learned from getting to talk to you on these shows for the last three years. Are you seeing it in practice too? Because again, as you brought up in our First segment, if you, you got to do it on the practice field to get that opportunity to do it on Saturday. Most definitely. And, I mean, that you either believe in it or you don't. You know, you're either going to prepare or, you, or you're not. And um, I think that the, the, the answer to the, to the question is you, you've always got to prepare the right way and you got to earn the right to be able to go um, take away these uh, victories from other people. Looking forward to this battle against K-State in Manhattan on Saturday. They do everything when it comes to their run game, Brian. I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of them this week. They've got zone. They've got counter. They've got power. They've got duo. They sprinkle in a QB run game. They go two tight ends. They go three backs in the backfield. How difficult is this team to prepare for? Because a lot of that experience along, along the offensive line allows them to do pretty much everything in their run game. Yeah. Well, they've got experience and so do we. So, um, you know, and, and our experience with them hasn't been very good over the past couple of years. Um, we've learned a lot about, you know, kind of what they do over the last couple of years. And, and like we kind of talked about before, our, our response to what we see is going to dictate how we play. And, um, you know, they do a lot of great things and, and they've got a lot of great players and they play hard. 
Um, they get guys in the in space in the right ways, and and you know they have dangerous weapons all over the field. Um, and with that being said, you know it's our job to go execute and uh, respond to what we see. Um, and you know we we look forward to the challenge, man. It's you know it's again just like any opponent. Um, but we've had our our experience with them, and, and we're excited about getting on the field. You mentioned the weapons, right? See Joe Irvin there. Everyone knows about Deuce Vaughn, Philip Brooks, another elusive guy. I, I know this sound, it, it's important every week, but how important are tackling fundamentals against this football team? Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. And the thing you expect, yeah, the thing I respect about Kansas State is they'll take uh, these guys that, um, you know, didn't maybe have some of the people recruiting them that. Uh, other people did, and and they're they're very very productive players there in their in their uh, program. I got a, tons of respect for the program and what they've done uh, over the years, and then especially you know the stuff that they're doing now. You know they're they're very dangerous, and then just like you said, the tackling is going to be key. Uh, placing our eyes in the right spot is going to be key, uh, and reacting the right right way is going to be a key. So uh, we've got a work cut out for us for sure, um, but we're excited about the challenge. Chris Kleiman said it's unlikely that we see Skylar Thompson in this football game. I'm not exactly sure if I believe him or not, but a ton of QB run game in the last couple games for Kansas State with Will Howard back there. How does that change things for you guys defensively, especially at the backer position? What, what kind of challenge does that QB run element present? To your guys, honestly, you know we got to like we talked about before. We got to rule. We got to be aware of it. Uh, you could possibly run, um, change your coverages up to a, to an extent, but you got your rules, and it, it, you know with that, that includes he's one of the eleven. And I again, I don't know who they're going to roll. They're, they will have a quarterback out there, and whoever it is, um, we've still got to go execute either way. Uh, quarterback rank. If the quarterback carries the ball, we're expected to go tackling. If the running back carries the ball, we expect to go tackle him. So uh, we got to do it within our scheme and how we uh, go execute. And that's uh, that's the nature of playing defense. Love it. <laughs> like gonna, be, brilliantly simple answer from Coach Odom. Going to see a lot of run game in this <laughs> one. I don't, know how much, I don't know how much they trust the other two quarterbacks, right? <laughs> Will Howard and Jaron Lewis to throw the football. So going to be a fun challenge for Odom's boys. Academy Sports and Outdoor Twitter question for Coach Odom. You get the last question. Uh, good one here. How are the linebackers doing in pass coverage, Coach Odom? You know, we've been, we, I, to be honest with you, been uh, inconsistent. I thought we were not very good uh, the first game. I don't. I, I think I, uh, I I could have coached them better in the first game to play uh, their undercovers a little bit better. I think we, you've seen improvement throughout the season in the in the backers' uh, pass coverages. Uh, as we move forward, you, obviously we want to eliminate any kind of mental errors within our coverages. Um, but for the most part, I think they've they've we're, we're improving and we're getting better. I'd like to see more production in the past game as far as interceptions and PBUs from the undercoverage. Um, and again, that is, uh, that's part of our job. It's part of our rules. And, and um, that's something that, that uh, we would all like to see uh, more and more production by the backers in that. You, you mentioned, you know, you want to see more production. How difficult is it for your guys with how much quick game you guys are seeing, right? I, I think it's becoming pretty obvious that with the strength of the defensive line, their ability to get to the quarterback, 
a lot of teams y'all are going to face or they want to get the ball out quick. Like, how, how does that change things for you guys? Like, how do they have to process things maybe a little quicker there at the linebacker position yeah. with all the quick game you're seeing? Yeah, definitely. You got you to be able to identify high hats and you got to be able to identify, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit different as far as play action pass is concerned. But if we have our eyes in the right spot and we do a film study like we're supposed to be doing, we should be able to react to, to those things. And within each coverage, you know, whether in some sort of match or zone uh, coverage, you know, we, we have different ways we should react to it by our rules of that coverage. Um, and again, it go, again, it, it, it it's the same same message over and over. But how do you react to your rules? Do you, you know, we have rules for a reason. You, how do you react to them, and how efficient can you be with within that? Brian Odom, big rules guy. Rules guy. I big learned guy. one thing today. <laughs> big rules guy. Coach, congrats on the 4-0 start. Good luck this weekend against Kansas State. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. So, Brian, wrap up the Coach's Corner next, presented by Riverwind. Fans, be sure to check out Soonersports.com for your chance to win Red River Showdown football tickets from Love's Travel Stops, Riverwind Casino, and Homeland. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this has been the Riverwind Casino Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.